I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to this week's episode of the AccuWeather Podcast. I'm Regina Miller, your host in the studio, and I'm joined by my producer, Andy Roth. Well, you're listening to the Sounds of Control Room for the live weekday morning broadcast of the AccuWeather Television Network, which is in uh, several cities across the U.S., and today we're talking to the host, Andy. Yeah, we're going to be talking with uh, Bernie Reno and Laura Velasquez, both. We've got a two-for-one today. We do, about what it's like to do a national uh, morning show. Yeah, and uh, Bernie is, of course, really well-known. He's uh, one of our chief meteorologists here at AccuWeather, so it's going to be really interesting to sit down, talk with him, learn about his experience, and, and Laura as well, what it takes to make a morning show. Okay, I'm joined here for today's podcast by uh, Bernie Reno and Laura Velasquez. And, you know, uh, I was thinking, Bernie, every time I end up in the building, no no matter what time I end up in the building, even if I'm here late in the day to pick something up, you are here. Do you ever go home? I do go home. <laughs> right. Uh, now and then. Um, but, you know, when you're in this field, and, and trust me, uh, Laura's like that as well, Um this isn't a job. It's more like it's a hobby that we're getting paid for. And just sometimes you feel like the weather is like a, um, um, it just draws you in. It's like a magnet. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to leave, but you just can't leave because there's one more thing you want to look at or there's one more thing that's holding your interest. And the next thing you know, what was five minutes ends up being about an hour. <laughs> it's like, kind of yeah. like video games. Like, it is. I got to get to the next level. You know what I always <laughs> call the forecasting? It's like gambling. You get to predict what you think is going to happen in the future. And then you actually see how it turns out. So it's to me, it's almost like a uh, like trying to predict a football game. Right. That's what the weather is like. You're always looking at your forecasts, and then you verify them. And I'll tell you what, there's nothing as great as when you get that forecast right. Right. It's like the jackpot. Like, you know, bells and whistles going off. Yeah. It's also the polar opposite when you get it wrong. It's like losing big. That's right. (laughs) Then you got to go back and try and win it again. Yeah. And you know what? It's always a new day. And then you wipe the slate clean and you start all over again. Right. Yes. You're you're caught in the game. I'm caught Caught in the the game. game. That's right. So, uh, well, tell me a little bit about yourselves, uh, about your backgrounds in the business. So, I started my career in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I was there for about seven, seven and a half years, moved on to Denver, worked there for a bit, and then came here to State College of Pennsylvania to the AccuWeather headquarters back in, goodness, now it was it's back been in a couple years, yeah. So going on three years here and get to work with the Bernie Reno. The Bernie Reno. In fact, every they, morning. Didn't, they didn't have to pay me. They just told me I'd be working with it, the it, Bernie Reno. It is interesting, <laughs> though, because Laura and I did not know each other, obviously, because she was in Grand Rapids and then she was in Denver. But you know what? The world of Twitter. We met on Twitter mm-hmm. and she had an interview here and I didn't know. I had no so idea. You were, uh, so and you I had already in. been back and forth. Had A you already been back and forth on, on Twitter? Twitter. On yes. occasion about yeah. weather, et cetera. Uh-huh. And I walked in and he's like, Laura. And she, and she was looking at me and she smiled. 
I said, Laura, and then Tom, our boss, yeah, that, right. you know, he's in charge of uh, digital media content. He looked at me, I said, and I gave her a big hug, and he was like, <laughs> you know her? I said, you know yes. everybody? <laughs> you know, true. But you know what? It was kind of interesting because you can't, you don't choose your partner. The weather does that. And so, the I, second I sat down mm-hmm. and talked with Laura, it just, it, clicked. It just clicked. It just clicked. That and is mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, she is the best partner I've ever had here. And oh, I always say our morning Isn't show. That's sweet. Well, I always say our morning oh, show. Just and this is the, the truth. Here. This is the truth. I always say our morning is organized chaos. <laughs> right. I'm the chaos. And Laura's the organization. And Laura's the organization. He came up with you that. Are, I did. You are the straight man to him over there. It's so great to be able to work one-on-one with Bernie and to kind of, you know, feel out the forecast and kind of, you know, uh, for instance, today, forecast is pretty tough. So we went back and forth yes, a couple it is of times tough. about how quick are these low clouds going to break and what do you think about fog and oh, there's drizzle here now. So, you know, kind of trying to look over that. And Bernie, here's what here's what I put down. What do you think about this? And it's great to be. Well, it's nice that you guys really have this mutual forth. respect for each other because I've, I mean, I've sat behind the scenes mm-hmm. with you guys because every once in a while I'm the third. I get to be the little but we love guest in the morning. We love the guest in the morning, but, uh, you know, know every once in a while I'm the third and I'll show up and you guys are at the computer and you guys are going over you know everything that's uh, happening everywhere and it's amazing because we're talking about well Laura you know we've worked mm-hmm. in small markets mm-hmm. yeah or in medium market but but mm-hmm. where you're forecasting for a specific area but I'm always amazed because you guys are covering the nation and you're like back mm-hmm. and forth with things happening all over the nation which you know, is a lot to forecast there um so I'm always very impressed with your interaction with each other well you know and, and this is where Laura really helps me because I've been here 27 years I've always done the national but what Laura has really helped me with is the zoning in on the local side it's a different mentality mm-hmm. and I think coming from the uh, from her local news we incorporate a lot of that kind of content into our shows and Laura is so used to doing that 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 has really helped me incorporate that into my shows because that's something I haven't done a lot of. And it that's works great. And it works the other way too because I had never covered weather on a national scale. Well, I'd worked in the Great Lakes and dealt with lake effect snow and straight line winds and severe thunderstorm events coming across the lakes. And then in Denver, worked on mountain meteorology and snow in the Rockies and what's going to happen out on the high plains to look at the forecast from a national aspect was very different for me when I came here three years ago and it was great to be able to work with Bernie and and the team of meteorologists yeah. we have here at AccuWeather right. uh, because they're here all night too to kind of hone in on how do we how do we approach that forecast over such a large area. In it fact, is a very good team effort and a really good mutual respect. We couldn't do it the without them. Right. Yeah. We absolutely, right. with everything that we have to look at, and we also look at the tropics. The tropics. Um, we could not do any of this without the forecasting department you know it was funny when laura came here not to put words in your mouth you were very you couldn't believe how many good forecasters we have here behind the scenes all the time so this is weekends holidays the middle of the night and when i'm thinking about a forecast when i'm putting together a forecaster i'm working with the forecasters or bernie and i are chatting about how Mm -hmm. is this going to work this morning what's up with these low clouds i always think of it from the perspective of what do I care about? 
as a person, right? So if I'm not the meteorologist, I'm just the person who's who's living my life on this day. Which, how is the weather going to impact me? Right, which gets me to, to a question because we were talking about hobbies. Yeah. And I know a lot of yours are outdoors, <laughs> Laura. So uh, you, tell me, tell the audience a little bit about some of your hobbies. We could talk and about... You, you better sit down for I this. know, <laughs> yeah. Um, so... So my activities are outdoors. I love running. I love triathlons. I love open water swimming. Uh, but you know what? The weather doesn't always cooperate. So yesterday, my run came in two pieces. And <laughs> both times, I ended up soaked because it was raining. And so, I had a run on the calendar. So here's so. what I'm... Here's what I'm and, and the run's on the calendar. Can't not run. Hey, it's right there. It's in black and white. So, uh, but when you ran, I'm just curious about this because yeah. you said a two-part run. How about how many miles are we talking in each of those runs? Uh, it was it was just a little bit less than nine total. A little bit less than nine. It was okay, about that's five. My, that's my uh, about eight day total uh, when I go to the gym and have like my earbuds in and I'm watching well, HGTV or something <laughs> like that. But he, here's what's funny, and Laura, you won't even remember this story, but I just thought this was so funny. We were. Uh, it was early when I first started here, and you bike like a lot, like biking, like serious biking, miles and miles and miles. So you were in the. Uh, we were in the cafe, and I was getting ready to go on vacation in Savannah. And you said, "I said I'm taking our bikes." And Laura said, "Oh, you're biking." And I saw that gleam in your eye, like, <laughs> "Oh, fellow biker." And I said, "No, no, you don't get it. It gets I me. It this. gets me from coffee shop to coffee shop. Basically, is what I'm doing with my bike while I'm in Savannah." But anyway, so I thought I thought that was great. But Bernie, tell me a little bit about some of your because because I mean you're an active guy too. Tell me I about am, some. But of you know your... what? I was just thinking. Laura said she ran nine miles. I was looking at my steps. I was so excited because Saturday alone, which is about I don't know fifteen hours. I walked eight point three miles, and she's doing it in a couple of hours. So. Oh, that is nothing to scoff at, no, though, it's there, not. Bernie. Um, well, I just want to remind our uh, listeners that we are talking to Bernie Reno and Laura Velasquez, the morning meteorologist here at the AccuWeather Network. And this is where our very own extreme meteorologist Reed Timmer was targeting for some of the chasing yesterday across the high plains. We want to bring Reed in. Reed, we, we know there were a couple of those storms that developed and they had quite a long lifespan as they traveled out into the plains of Kansas. Yeah, it was a crazy day yesterday. Just about an hour after our last live yesterday morning, right after that fog, it burnt out, burnt off, and then a storm developed right on top of this location and then traveled nearly 300 miles all the way through eastern Colorado into western Kansas. It did we have, uh, coming up on an upcoming show, we have Reed Timmer, mm. our extreme <laughs> meteorologist mm -hmm. who's out chasing all these storms and just it's just chaos sometimes these locations he's at. So I want to ask you guys, each of you, are you a little jealous that you can't be out there chasing the storm? Or are you the person who's like, oh, thank God he's the one out chasing the storm because I don't want to be out there. Well, first of all, Reed does such a phenomenal job. Yeah, he does. He, he He's... <sighs> He's an adrenaline. He has to be an adrenaline And you know, junkie. he is one of the rarities. I don't think people realize how rare he is. A lot of storm chasers don't have their degree in meteorology. Some right. do. A lot Doesn't of them he don't. He has a PhD. He has a PhD. Yeah, that's just, that's he has a doctorate. We wanted yeah. to call him Dr. Reed Timmer, and he wouldn't let us. If you, when, and when our viewers, yeah. or when our listeners get to hear from him, he's just like so modest and yeah, casual yes. and so like easygoing. And so... I did some storm chasing as a part of my graduate degree uh, a few years back, and the thing that I realized about it is, first of all, it is an adrenaline rush, okay? But it is 
very, very hard work in a different way than what we do because I think morning TV you, you get yourself up there's a lot of forecasting we're covering a lot of ground across the country and it's more like a marathon because it continue we have so many live hits and it continues for for so long but storm chasing you get up in the morning you have to analyze all your maps and you have to look at where uh, where the conditions could be best and there's a lot of driving involved and there's a lot of waiting mm-hmm. involved you're in the right so place. hurry up and wait yeah, but you're waiting, and, and the days can go a long time, too. So you're up relatively early, and they just continue. So after three or four or five or six days when you're on a continuous severe other outbreak, I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> I was really tired. More tired, I think, than when I do the morning show. Are you glad to be the one in the studio hanging out, watching him out there? Or would is there a piece of you that would rather be out there? He has invited me. To Are go chasing go? with him. If they let me out of the office, I will go with him. However, I think as Laura talked about, it, when you're a storm chaser, when does he go home? I He's think in hotels I, all the time. He, or, you know, he yeah. lives, in, and well, sometimes he lives out of the car. True, true. And why any, maybe I shouldn't say this, but the you rental car companies, I don't know why they give him any car. <laughs> And he gets. He told me he gets standard insurance, and they give him insurance. I said, "Reed, I wouldn't give you my car. <laughs> There's no way." And you see what he, what he 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 drives, and he's always. Lord, I talk about this all the time. He's always in the right spot. He he is always. there well that's, before anybody else. That's sees because the storm yeah, he is so mm-hmm. so good at this, and yeah. he's done it for so long. And that goes back to burning what you were saying yeah. is. He has a PhD. Yeah. And so he's very good at what he does, and I think he communicates it very well. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, you know, uh, something I wanted to ask you about, uh, Bernie, is Andy and I were having a conversation, my producer here, and uh, we were talking a little bit about, uh, I didn't know about this, Nancy Grace, Andy, what was... Oh, well, boy. yeah, well, Bernie... <laughs> oh, 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 did you hear him groan? Yeah, oh, well, boy. Bernie has uh, shown up on, you know, many yes. different uh, national programs and networks like CNN, MSNBC, NFL Network. You know, you've seen Bernie on national tv right. and uh you were famously a few years back uh on air with nancy, at. At nancy grace <laughs> we, we yeah well i'll tell you what if anybody could this story, if, so this if you great. want just uh, uh, and this pretty much says it all if you go on the youtube and search nancy grace yells at own weatherman you're going to see a video of me that dealt with the fukushima nuclear plant well, in the United States, I don't think there's going to be a big impact at all. Um, you know, I think that the radiation is, Bernie. oh boy, here we go, Nancy, huh? Yeah. Nancy, here this we is go. not That's heading to the United States. That's what you said last time. And, and I'm going to continue to say it, Nancy. A, there's a state You're of not, emergency Nancy, this is not, declared da- in this California. Is not damage, this is not damaging radiation in the United States. And what happened was that they had called us because there was a concern about some of the radiation coming to the United States. Um, That story got out into the media and it circulated pretty quickly. Um, And we're all looking at it here and it was like, well, there's no way that's going to happen. And then it gets frustrating because you're like, okay, now all of a sudden we've got a big story that's not a story. So I remember it was a Friday night. Mm -hmm. I did the first show with her and she, you know, she asked me a question about uh, when the radiation was coming to the United States. I said, well, it's not. And that started it. And, and it just and, and And even that Friday, no, that was the first night. This was Oh, there's more than one night? Oh, this is an ongoing And that feud. got a little contentious. 
And at the end, I was like, I'm sorry, Nancy, it's not coming here. Um, and I, I went over the reasons why. She ended the conversation. She was a little snippy with me, a little bit. And I was like, well, <laughs> I, I, I'll never forget. I got up. Well, I'm never going to be on this network again. <laughs> That's exactly. And then the producers called me and said, Bernie, that was great. We want you on Monday. <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> and then the Monday show was, and, and that was very unnerving because Laura's been on local networks. She's used to being the local celebrity. People know who you are. This was before, you know, I've been working here 27 years. We never had television. Most, you know, it was just recently. So, you know, I I don't believe I was a household name. I still don't think I am. But, I mean, I certainly, um, at the time, I don't think a lot of people knew who I was. Then all of a sudden, everybody knew who I was. I was on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Not me personally, but they played the clip. My name's all over the place. I've got people calling me. Wow. And it was a little unnerving. And I know a lot of people... Um, asked me about Nancy Grace. Well, I had spoken with her since, and I'll tell you this, nicest lady I've ever spoken to. Very nice. Um, off air, she was nothing but respectful to me. Yeah. She thanked me for my information. I just think, listen, she was an attorney, all right? She's she, you, you think she was just arguing her case? She arguing was arguing her case. case. And, and if, you were arguing the weather, which and, you're passionate about the yeah, weather. And she was, you know, what? if this guy's not prepared, then he's going to look stupid. If he is, he'll look smart. But that's not my problem. He's the guest. He's to be prepared. And that's the way I took it. And to this day, and I haven't spoken to her in a while, um, she's nothing but respectful and very nice to me off camera when I've spoken to her. Well, that's great. I, I, I'm going to go back and watch the full thing because I hadn't seen it before. Uh, it's very interesting. It's very heated for about five minutes. Yeah. She went right after me right from the get-go. <laughs> Wow, yeah. that's great. That's great. So uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you guys a little bit about was uh, the schedules with family because you mentioned your wife, Tyler. I know, mm-hmm. Laura, you just got married. And mm-hmm. we know that in this kind of business, in this schedule, that your family's along for the ride. So how has that been as an adjustment for you? What's your husband's name? So Josh is fantastic. We got married on October 28th. Uh, so it's been uh, a little more than six months now. And... Uh, no, he's he's amazing. And what really works well is that um, his hours are similar to mine. They're not quite as early, uh, but most days he's still up in the vicinity of 5 a.m. Yeah, and he's also a triathlete, so I, I've of always... Of course he is. <laughs> I've always <laughs> napped in the afternoon, and he's a phenomenal triathlete too, but I've always napped in the afternoon, but I've really tried to sync up my naps while he's finishing work. So when he's done with work, I'm awake from my nap and we can spend our afternoons together of biking or swimming or running or mm-hmm. something of that sort. And of course, I have I have Jet. I have um what my, kind of dog is my that? standard poodle who is absolutely oh, it's adorable. A, mm-hmm. a big poodle. He does run. Does he? Mhm. And he hikes, and uh, he's all over it. I I pick up the leash and I say run and his tail couldn't wag any faster. Really? You got everybody. Everybody's on the same schedule. Everybody's like, you know. So that's pretty amazing. What about you with uh, with Tyler and your? Well, what what about your schedule? Our schedules are a little different. My my wife works generally from nine to five, so typically I will stay up. Um, if if either I'll go home early, like two three o'clock, take a nap, get up at five. I'll meet my wife at the gym because she works out. My my wife is in in pretty good shape mm-hmm. As, and you are too well i was gonna say you're you work out too so i'm not what i was 
but well, I'm still us, okay. None, <laughs> none of us are. <laughs> none of us are, but I'll tell you, you're doing pretty good. But, um, me, I must say. you know, she she uh, is in very good shape. Um, we, ta- we take a lot of walks together, too. Um, and if, um, but it pretty much works out. And then she, she pretty much stays up with me. We go to bed about the same time, 9, 10 o'clock. I just get up a little earlier. She's so going to bed at 9 or 10. See, I never, yeah. oh my gosh. About so 10 I'm o'clock I get hour. to bed. Man, I'm like one of those eight, nine hours. You know, what's really... kind of funny though, because when I get up in the morning, I was like, I sit on the bed and I think about ready to get changed. And I was like, as soon as I get done with work, I'm going to go to bed. But now I'm wide awake. Yeah, yeah. Because it's that, not happening. You have that, you have that thought just yeah. when you wake up. Does it happen to you on the weekends too? So we get up so early, yeah. so often. On the weekends, yeah, I am sleeping in. This is going can. to be great. <laughs> and I'll roll over and look at the clock and it's 5.15. And then I'll look at the clock and it's 5.45. Well, I guess I got an extra two hours. Yeah, yes. No, I'm out till later nine. Really? Oh, yeah. I'll, if, I'll go to bed about 10 o'clock on Fridays. I'm out till about eight or nine. So yeah. if you had your druthers, you know, which would it be? Would you be a late to bed, late sleeper? Early to bed, early riser. If it weren't for this job, I'd. I'm still a morning person. Okay, I still get up early, but I. But I wouldn't probably get up at three fifteen. Well, it would probably be more right. like reasonable <laughs> early, not no. not insane early. <laughs> I, I prefer this than let's say four p.m. to midnight. Those or are hard. Two p.m. to eleven p.m. Right. Uh, afternoon. Yeah. I feel as if at least with this, I feel like I can have a normal life. I it. I'm tired. Uh, uh, some sometimes, but I I like this more than the alternative. Yeah, and I feel like we have a unique uh, job and responsibility too, in that w- we are morning people, or mm-hmm. we we skew more toward being morning people. And I like being able to present the weather with a smile in the morning when I know sometimes it's rough to get up. Sometimes mm. it's it's hard to get everything done in the morning that people need to get done and get out the door. And then if you live in an area that's prone to traffic, oh, it's raining, there's traffic, oh, there's a thunderstorm, oh, it snowed again last night. And, you know, I, I like to be there in the morning to say, you know what, I dealt with it this morning too. We're going to get you through this. Here's what you need to know. And then folks are ready to go on their way in the morning. And what's really cool is you know, working with Laura, we don't even have to talk much. Really? We go just, on air. I don't think we say, you say this. Because you're we to the point don't. now where mm-hmm. you are just, uh, it's a it's a well-oiled yeah. machine. I, I, I know where you. she's going with something. If I, I She'll set me up. I'll set her up. We're even great with our clothing now. We don't even talk and we match sometimes. We don't even yeah. usually plan out. Yeah. You just end up matching. Clothing. Yeah. Well, because there was a period of time where I would say, uh, Bernie, the color tomorrow is pink, or Bernie, the color tomorrow is yellow. And we would somehow end up in a slightly different shade yeah. of the same color. <laughs> yeah. So now usually we just kind of Match. go. And yeah. it, I'd say four out of five days. Yeah, we're there are some close. days. There are some days. But, you know, that's really cool when you can, when you, you know, you love what you do, and then you work with someone where you just gel. Yeah. And you know what? When you get done with a show and you think, Wow, that was good. Yeah, you know, and, and there's you know, a lot to be said yeah, for that camaraderie. To, right, right, and you know we and, and and as Laura mentioned, it's not only with us, but I mean, you know, the unsung heroes are the meteorologists yeah. behind the scene. I can't stress that enough. How without them, there's no way we can do what we're doing. And there are forecasters and support team members mm-hmm. here who work 
crazier yeah. hours than Bernie and I. Some of them come in at 2 a.m. Some of them come in at 11 p.m. the night before. Mm -hmm. Some of them come in at 7 p.m. at night and work until 3 or 4 in the morning, so everybody in this business understands. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's the weather. Uh, you know, weather doesn't stop. And keep in yeah. mind, these people are not forecasting for southeastern Pennsylvania right. or uh, northwestern New York. They're forecasting for the entire globe because we are mm -hmm. a global company. Right. And all that forecasting information on AccuWeather.com that is all looked at by humans constantly being tweaked. Right. 24 by 7. This is not automated. This is no. not automated by any, you know, it, uh, you always hear about the, um, about the belief that these our weather app and other weather apps I've certainly are that, ours, too, that it's like, all my automated. Weather app says that. No I'm way. Like, yeah. They mm -hmm. are constantly looking at all of the information 24 by 7. And the information that you get on AccuWeather.com, that's what we're using for the AccuWeather network. It mm -hmm. all comes from one source, and that one source is constantly being tweaked, constantly being improved. And not only the, from forecasters, but also we have programmers here that are meteorologists that are always looking for better ways to improve the information coming in so it never stops. Right. Well, I'm, with that, I, my last question was sing each other's praises, but I think I can chuck this because, <laughs> you know, you guys have obviously have a, a great respect for one another yep. and for the team here that makes up AccuWeather. So with that feel-good moment, <laughs> we're going to close out this interview. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. It was our Thanks pleasure. for having us. My thanks once again to this week's guest, Bernie Reno and Laura Velasquez from the AccuWeather Television Network. They're our morning meteorologist. Don't forget, you can subscribe to our AccuWeather podcast wherever you get your podcast. And next week, Regina, we're going to be uh, adding a little international flair to the show. So tune in next week when we'll be talking to the, this is my, uh, Andy. This is that is my, what that uh, is? Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to do like a British, a British accent. We're going across the pond. That sounds horrible. Well, you try it. We're, we're, we're going to go across the pond. Yeah. Hey, know. that's actually pretty good. With, uh, yeah. It's going to be a pretty interesting uh, little conversation we're going to have. Right. We're talking to the Royal Meteorological Society of England. So this will be a very refined interview. So you'll want to tune in. Until then, I'm Regina Miller. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back here next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the AccuWeather podcast, giving you the stories behind the weather, discussions on trending weather topics, and so much more. It's the perfect blend of science and storytelling. New episodes every Thursday. Just search for AccuWeather on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you find your favorite shows.